Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Well, since we last left you yesterday, a lot has come out about the Giants and the inner workings. This has been ongoing now, BT, for a couple of weeks here since the season ended, where Dable decided to fire some members of the staff, and then, you know, Wink got upset in the back and forth, and Paul Schwartz. Had the column last week in the post, which I thought detailed it very well. And then you had Hacksaw Dan Duggan of The Athletic write something. And then yesterday, Pat Leonard came out with, I mean, what, what's the proper word? Scathing? See, I was, I I was going to say scathing. It, it, it was scathing. not a good look for the Giants yeah. and, and what's gone on with Brian Dable. And I, I, I you know, talked to Pat last night. We, we had him on for the WFN Daily podcast that we do. But, you know, reading the story and going based off of some of the quotes, not a good look for Dable. However, for me... I'm with Dable, and I'm not saying where and, – and Pat's a good reporter, so I trust that this is factual. He's not making stuff up, okay? This is factual. This has gone on now. It's a matter of how you accept the reality of what Brian Dable is as a head coach. Could he be a little ornery? Could he be a, l- a little rough around the edges, a little tense on game days? Maybe, and seems to be the case. You know what? I'm fine with it because I believe he can win. He did win in year one. If he was losing the locker room the way that other coaches around the league, Nick Sirianni, have done, I'd be concerned. I'm with Dave's here, BT. I don't care if he yells at somebody. If you can't take the heat, get your ass out the kitchen. This is Brian Dable's team, and I'm with Dave's. Um, I, I like Dable, and I'm with Dable as well, but there's, I think there's more to it here because they need to determine if he's intense and demanding or erratic and <sighs> reckless. Now, and, and I don't know the answer to that, but what I do know is there there's a lot of smoke here. I mean... But it's game day stuff, right? Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, think I, about this, Sal. When, when you hire somebody, right? Right. And you put them in a position of power, not ultimate power, because that's ownership and that's obviously sure. Joe Shane is the GM, but he's got jurisdiction, if you're a football jurisdiction, over a lot of people. The best people... Hire people and empower them to do the job that you hired them to do. If Dable is yelling like an incensed, unhinged lunatic on game day, interfering with Wink or whomever's the next DC or Kafka, uh, that with their job, that is destructive, and that is that is a show that. That's a shelf life that's going to expire fast. Now, why didn't this stuff come out last year? Because Dable didn't change, Mm -hmm. right? He was doing the same stuff a year ago. 
So why didn't it come out then? Well, I think for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think there's a honeymoon stage. Yeah, think about this. Like when, when you start working with somebody, yeah. maybe the things that, that... Like us right now? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're still in the honeymoon stage, buddy. Next year, wait till the ugliness uh, comes out. Gloves are off. After, yeah, exactly. the, after the Mets Yankees season, oh, I've geez. had enough of the Mets getting beat. <laughs> you taking victory lap. <laughs> pitching Andre Scrub. No. Yeah. I mean, when, when you're around somebody and it's the early stages of a relationship... You, you generally, you tend to illuminate what's good, generally, and maybe take what's bad and look at it as something that can be fixed or can change, or maybe you're misreading the situation, and maybe you just don't give it the energy or the life that it deserves. Now, that that's the first year. And if there's success, it's even more so. It, it's it's th- that, that stuff is minimized even more. When you get deeper into a relationship and those same things are still there, and you're losing now, now it's amplified, and now people start talking. Right, I think the losing is a big issue here. For me, the way I'm going to interpret this, because Dable is not changing, it's not like all of a sudden, you know, and, and, and for the record, the thing that is more important to me, okay, it's on game day, getting on coaches, hey, this is football here. Like You, know, you don't work in a library. Like, this is football. And if he were walking around the building, MFing people left and right, or being disrespectful or ornery toward workers at the facility toward just Giants employees in general, that'd be a different story. That is not the case here. We're talking about game day, getting on the coaches mm. in, in the heat of battle and in, in a moment. So I have no issue with what Brian Dable is doing as a head coach on game day. Now, I'm interpreting it as he sniffed out that they had a problem, right? He went, I mean, and Paul Schwartz had it in, in his report last week in the Post, he went to the coaches, called him, and he said, "Anybody after the Jay Glazer report? Yeah. Anybody got a problem here? Yeah, nobody and, stepped up. Yeah, and of course, yeah. all the cowards, and I'm talking about you, Wink Martindale and the Wink Wilkins brothers, all the cowards when Dable, as a man, brought them in the room and said, anybody, anybody here got a problem with me? You guys got a problem? Because somebody's leaking it to Glazer. I know it wasn't me. Somebody's talking here. If you've got a problem, open your mouth now yeah. to me. And what'd they do? Nothing. The coward said nothing. So now if I'm Dable, I know that I'm working with some cowards who are rats going out there leaking stuff. I need to figure out who it is. That's exactly what he did. He thought he identified the problem. He made some changes. And since then, all this stuff has come out. So you tell me if this is a Dable problem or Dable's fixing the problem. I tend to think the latter. Dable is fixing what was a problem on that Giants coaching staff. Well, yes, unless it's a personality trait that's going to eventually seep into the next relationship. And that's, you know, I, I will, I'm certainly with you on this. When I can't stand passive-aggressive people, right. I cannot stand it. It's never worked for me. I'm not here to inter- Just tell me. Right. If I messed up, man up, and I will do the same, and let's have a conversation, and let's flush this out. So I'm with you on that. I appreciate Dable doing that. But that doesn't minimize what what could be a very destructive trait. Now think about this, You, you about, meaning right. you, you sabotage game day stuff. So you can still be upfront and 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 be a man, if you will, about right. things. But you can almost offset that if the behavior is is toxic. Now, rats and you know those kind of people in the buildings. You you've got to get rid of them. But this seems almost almost. And I'm not in the building, so I've got to, I've got to right. straddle this line properly and fairly to Dable and everybody involved. This seems like a guy, Dable, who I believe is a great asset. I I, I really really think he's going to be a superstar. If he doesn't destroy himself, mm. I mean, when you when you can't shut up on game day to the point where whether you like Wink, you don't like Wink, you trust Wink, you don't trust Wink, where you interfere to the point where there is chaos, 
that is that does not portend good things for the future. He, he's got to learn if that is the case, the specifics of it, and and that's what Pat reported. Some of it was to a point where you know they were having a problem getting the right plays in, yeah, because he was chastising coaches <laughs> on a headset. You know, Dable's got to learn from that and realize when to let off the gas a little bit. And I will say the one, not even damning thing, we're going to find out because the Giants need coaches, right? Like, it's you, yeah. need, you need to follow your coaching staff. We're going to find out who's willing to come here mm-hmm. and then how it goes from now on because the one thing was that a source in the building said, I wouldn't come here. Or yes, don't, or don't yeah, come somebody here. reached out about the somebody job. Somebody yeah. reached out to a source in the building about one of the openings and said, don't come here. That's... Now... But that's fine. Not everybody can handle working with Bill Belichick or playing for Bill Belichick. Maybe not everybody can handle working with Brian Dable or playing for Brian Dable. Yeah. You got to find the right guys. And this, to me, is at least a consistent pattern. Dable is not pretending to be somebody else. He could be rough around the edges with the media. He could be rough with his players. We've seen him show frustration on the sideline with Daniel Jones. That's and Tyrod Taylor as well. It's one of the things yep. that I like about Dable. That he's not afraid to get him. He's, he's a hothead, an admitted hothead. <laughs> Those are things that can be great assets for a head coach if you don't let it become a major weakness. Like, your greatest strength cannot become also your greatest weakness. You've got to be able to harness it you do. use it the right way. No, and that comes with maturity, and that comes with confidence, and that comes with, um, you know, an understanding of your place in the workforce. Like, you know, I this it, this is a little confusing because I generally love people like Dable. Right. I do, and, and, and I support him, to be clear. But I'd be a little worried about this. And I want to go back to something that you said before about, you know, it's just on game day, and it hasn't really permeated the rest of the building. I would challenge and I would say I think it's impossible for it not to filter into the building. And I'll give you an example of our workplace. Now, Spike is demanding, but Spike lets us do our job. We we have our meetings, and sometimes it's like, you know, we got to really grind to get to where Mm. we want to go, and and he's not going to accept anything less than we are ready to roll. And and sometimes it's it's hard because it's not always in front of you for the main topic of the show. It's a process that, that takes time. And which is, but it's a great process, and it's a necessary one. But when we get on the air, he's not up our ass. Right? Can you imagine? Can you imagine us doing our show and Spike coming in? And I've worked for people who do this. Right. We've been in this business a long right. time. The door keeps popping open. What are you guys doing? This isn't what we talked about in the meeting. Right. Come on, guys, get your act together. How can you function mentally when you work with somebody like that? So my, my Funny push- you say <clears throat> that. I think certain people My respond. pushback would be that you can. So while, in, and again, in our ridiculous example, right, right. Spike coming in here, which he almost never does, and getting, quote-unquote, in our way during the show during and get, getting in our minds, I think that that bleeds into the office stuff when we're not on the air. Because it creates a negative energy so strong when you're doing your job that you can't separate the two. I, I do, though, think, and I like the example, and me, myself, like, I've never been, even if you go back to Little League, whatever it may be, I've never been somebody who responds well to the hard type of coaching, that tough atmosphere. Now, maybe a part of me, like, I, I do it harder behind the scenes and, and work harder and try for perfection and make everybody happy, but I don't love that feeling, that uneasy, uncomfortable mm-hmm. feeling at times. Mm-hmm. I like it to be a little loose and let me trust me to do my thing. However, we're talking about a football team here. Yeah. This is football. Like, there is nothing soft about the NFL, although the new rules, it's two-hand touch, and we can get more into that later on, but, like, you can't beat around. This is the NFL here. You either got it or you don't. You either make the plays or you don't. 
Because if Dable's staff doesn't do the right thing, doesn't call the right plays, is not on top of their players to do the right thing, guess who's getting fired? He is, ultimately. Now, like you said, you, you don't want to create a negative working environment, but it is the NFL. But it's also got to be authentic, and it's got to be on the – well, yes, it's the NFL, but it's not the 1970s NFL, well, so you've got you've to, you know, I treat know. people a little differently. We, you know, yeah, we, okay. we know you, that. You, Whether it's too soft, and you and I both believe fundamentally that the world's become too soft, you right. still have to adjust to that that different space. I think my – and I, I, we want to get these calls. Yeah. My biggest issue, though, don't pass the buck. Like, if your offense is going out there and hanging 35, 40 points on teams and your defense is getting gashed and you want to overreact, that's different. But when your offense is doing nothing as it did for major swaths of this season and you're lighting up your defense, that's not consistent. Yeah, 877-337-6666. By the way, you want a nice guy? Hire Robert Sala. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires. From Connecticut to Maine, nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Andrew is calling from Shirley. What's up, Andrew? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's been a while. I've been able to, to get on with you guys. How are you, Andrew? What's happening, buddy? Do, doing good. I, I uh, want to make a point about the whole Dayball Giants thing because um, it has parallels to the Mets, and I really feel like it, we're falling into the same trap here in New York media. I, I'm not validating or invalidating what you know reports of what's actually going on. I'm talking about what we're making a big deal about versus wasn't previously. I think it's simply a fact of when you're winning, all of a sudden nothing's a problem, and when you're losing, everything's a problem. You look at 2022 Mets, you didn't hear a peep about that locker room. I mean, maybe in the final month when things start falling apart, I don't actually remember that. Right. But in 2022, you didn't hear a peep about how Beat Alonzo and Lindor and Buck and Epler and everybody hates each other in the worst locker room. But in 2023, it was the worst place to ever swing a bat. You know, uh, in the Giants, you I watched Dable scream in my quarterback's face, and it actually worked out in the, uh, for the better. So I know he was that guy from the beginning. And all of a sudden, now this year, oh, well, this toxic and chaos and destroying everything. Well, let's look at the scoreboard. Wow, they're losing a lot. And this is where all the reports are coming from. And, and not for nothing, the, the success thing, I'm pretty sure the first six games of not having, you know, a single sack uh, on any team at all whatsoever started to creep in. And the problem is Dayball can jump in and take the controls of the offense like he did from Costco, whether he wants to admit it or not. He can't jump in and take the reins from Wink. So all he could do is really yell and scream and say, hey, can you, you know, I just need you to do your job better. Right. Um, and it may have rubbed him the wrong way. It's fine. But it, listen, it's a winning slash losing thing in the New York media. It, it, it's natural. I'm okay with the way Dayball is. Next year, they rattle off four wins, three wins early, whatever it is. All of a sudden, we're going to say it's the best coaching style. The, ever. the hey, most hey. important thing, Andrew, and thank you for the call, the most important thing is if he loses the players. Mm-hmm. And and for the record, like, I'm torn on – I believe in what I believe in with Brian Dable and how a coach should be. And I do think you've got to be tough and show tough love and demand respect and hold guys accountable. However, we saw with Tom Coughlin. Nobody was a bigger hard-ass than Tom Coughlin, but he evolved. Yeah. And until he evolved, he wasn't having success in New York. Once he evolved mm-hmm. and let off the gas a little bit – like, Dable might be at, at 120. Let off the gas a little bit. Get yourself to 100 or 95. Yeah. And it, it's, it will be even more effective. But I believe in his mentality and holding guys, whether it's coaches, whether it's players, accountable. And there's something to it, BT, that is shown to be successful. Year one, he was the same way. They went to the playoffs, got the most out of Daniel Jones, won a playoff game. Year two, he was the same way. 
even with all the frustrations, even with the adversity, when things could have gone off the rails and they could have been 2-15 and 15 or 3-14, and 14, and by the way, if they did finish that, maybe we'd be talking about him getting fired now. Mm. But they didn't. He righted the ship. They won a few games in a row, beating some good teams. They were competitive down the teams. stretch. Yep. So, so that, that shows me that the players respond to what he's doing. That's it's the working. Ulti- that, Sal, that's a good point. That That's the ultimate barometer, which is why I'm behind Brian Dable. I right. guess I'm, I'm preemptively trying to, you know, get to, um, I don't want to say give him advice. I mean, who the hell am I to give anybody advice right, other but- than myself? But, you know, hopefully he understands that, yeah, I might have to um, self-examine a little bit here, look in the mirror, and, and, and augment a few things. But the one thing about Dable, and we've known this, Brian Dable's been this guy since game one, year one, at Tennessee, right. When he got in Daniel Jones's ass, right? So this is not like he's the, the, this this radical flip of personality. They know who they hired, and if they didn't, then they're fools. Correct. Uh, and the, I think that they hired the right person, and the evidence backed that up in year one. Took a step back in year two. A lot of coaches do. It's part of the process. Now year three, though. Here's the difference with all this other stuff. Now, now year three, any Ooh. stumble early becomes amplified. Oh, I could not agree with you more. Because of all this stuff, oh, baby, the yeah. bullseye is going to be right on Dable now immediately to succeed this year. Steve is in Newark. What's up, Steve? Steve-o. Guys, uh, two points. Uh, quick. This is, first of all, big baby Wink crying on his way out. Hmm. You got the boot from uh, Baltimore, right, for a reason. It's only so much you can put up with. After this year, enough already. I mean, this is the only reason it's coming out. Bad season, understandable. Second point, I would take Dayball in a heartbeat over uh, that comatose statue with the Jets. Yeah, me too. Well, well, that's the other side of this. Me too. Right? I mean, that's that's the other side, Steve, and thank you for the call. Like, you don't like Dayball? Oh, he's too rough around the edges, and he's got to lighten up and go hire a guy like Robert Sala, who we sit here and say, can you do something? The team is falling apart. You stand there with your hands crossed on the sideline, mm-hmm. running stairs, for God's sake. I mean, eat a pizza and yell at somebody like Dable would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how this works, though. You know, if the Jets were winning, we'd be saying, you know, Salah's composure is paramount to their success. You know, like we said in Dable's first year, his his personality has, has been a... Uh, help propel the Giants. Where now this year suddenly it's it's an it's an issue. Listen, the answer is probably somewhere in between. Right. But again, the optics matter, and a quick start is now paramount. Oh, like I, it's going to change immediately if the Giants don't start well. It, it, look, there's no it's whether not, that's fair or unfair. No, no. Well, that is going to be the case. Are. That is going to be the case. But as far as which head coach could have more success, you're right. It doesn't have to be all one way or all the other way. And there is. Not just one way to do it. We've seen coaches that are players' coaches have success. Pete Carroll is a guy who is loving his players and jubilant and all those different things. He's not. You don't see him yelling mm-hmm. at guys the way that we see with Brian Dable or the way that Bill Parcells used to do it or Belichick, where you know he, yeah. he won't even draft you if he doesn't think that you're too you know or, or you're interested or potentially a problem. Which, by the way, turned out to be a problem for him. So we've seen a balance uh, of of different type of coaches having success, especially the way the sport has evolved. I think Salah's the, like, one end of the spectrum, yeah. which I would not want. Mm-hmm. And Dable's leaning toward the other side of the spectrum. Which could be equally dangerous. Correct. Yep. If he doesn't yes. just yes. just be I, – I want him to be himself, uh-huh. and I still want him to be a hard-ass and a tough-ass and command the most of his coaches and players – 
But you got to be careful because now he's, like what these reports, he's going to be on the brink. I don't want him to change, though, BT. Mm-hmm. No. I don't want him to be like, oh, God, I got a dollar. No, well, if that fire. guy shows yeah. up, then he's dead. I mean, like, let's face it, that guy will be dead quicker than a guy who doesn't change at all and he's just a hothead exp- and explodes. Right. No, when you when you change too much and you get away from what got you wherever you get, you're asking for trouble. Listen, I don't care about berate. Not that I haven't reacted to it. I've had observations. But at the end of the day, I don't put too much emphasis on berating players, though it is a different climate. You've got to be, you know, you've got to, it can't be all the time. Berating is different yeah. than, like, hey, we went over this a million times. Why are you throwing this ball in the spot? Whatever it may be. Coaching. Coaching, coaching yeah, aggressively. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm coaching doing my job. I'm, I'm coaching. Coaching them hard. Right? I don't care too much about the podium stuff. You want to be a red ass. You want to, you want to ignore stuff. You don't want to crack jokes. That's fine. What worries me, this is, this is para, this is all I care about with Dayball. The greatest, one of the greatest traits of any any person of authority is delegating responsibility and allowing the people that you hire and empower to do their job. And at least from this, rep- how powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Report, okay, and I'm not about to refute it because I don't know. Right, uh, I'm open-minded, eyes wide open. If you are sabotaging people that you put in power to do their job, ultimately you're dead. BT and Sal on the fail. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. 877-337-6666. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. 
Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. You know, it's funny, BT, outside of the Giants coaching, is it fair to call it a mess? Like, I love Dable, and I think they're going to be fine, mm-hmm. but it is a little bit of a mess here, what's gone on the last couple of weeks. I'd say it's uh, it's a situation that bears a lot of monitoring. Right, and, and they will, and it is, you know, interesting, as we talked about it last week, I think if you're any team and you have any... I don't even know if you, if it's any questions whatsoever. If you're any team and you're looking to upgrade your team any way possible going into the offseason, you have to inquire about some of the head coaches that are available. I felt like this before. I don't think maybe more so now if you're the Giants. Again, not saying I would make that change, but I, I mean, come on. There's a chance where this whole thing blows up next year, and then you say you look back to this year and say, mm-hmm. well, we could have had Harbaugh or Belichick or so-and-so, and yep. they didn't do anything about it. But what I was going to say is outside of the coaching stuff, it has been a great week. Or weekend to be a Giants fan. Yeah. The Cowboys get their yeah. ass handed to them. The Eagles embarrass themselves further. Mm-hmm. They can be, you know, we joke and talk about Dable. You said it yesterday. He's going to be the longest tenured head coach of the NFC East. And the Giants, that was in Dallas. Uh, you say the same about all the teams in the division. The Giants are one solid offseason away from you know, really closing the gap here. Which is insane. You know, it sounds crazy. Like, watching these teams play last year and even, you know, 40-zip week one, Dallas comes in, absolutely hammers the Giants at MetLife Stadium uh, and to start the season. Even with the Giants coming off a road playoff win last year, everybody knew that there was this massive, very sizable, identifiable gap between the Giants, Philly, and Dallas. And now all of a sudden, you know, you got Kelsey retiring. You got Sirianni maybe mm. getting bounced. How good is Jalen Hurts? Brown. Truly, A.J. Brown's yeah. not happy. Lane Johnson's not a kid. So you got issues in Philly. You know, the Dallas issues are are obvious. I think the only thing that I worry about, all right, with the Giants moving forward right now based on this this report, and that's what we're talking about to, to, to start the show here with BT and Sal, this precedes culture, right? Does it alter how the Giants are viewed by candidates moving forward? I can't answer that. We'll hey, coaches, by- you're about? no, no oh, assistants. Okay. Who's oh, going to yeah. be well, the DC? What happens with yeah. Kafka? Does right. he stay? Does he go? If he if he goes, I think Kafka is going to be He'll he'll be telling because if he left for a head coaching job, and I don't think he's going to get a head coaching job. I don't I don't think he should. Do you? No, no, I don't. I, not even last year. Like it was one of those typical. Oh, look what he did with uh with Daniel Jones in one year. Like I don't believe in that philosophy anyway. Hiring the hot assistant coordinator, whatever it may be, offensive or defensive, just based off of solely the results of that team's you know, year. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Now, you want to tell me I that. I tend to agree with you, by the way. You want to I tell need me, more than that. See, like Bobby Slowick in Houston is a different story because he came up under Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. He learned the defensive side of the ball under Shanahan. They switched him to offensive. D'Amico Ryans took him to Houston with him on the staff as the offensive coordinator, and they had success with C.J. Stroud. There's something yeah, with maybe, a rookie. Yeah. There's something maybe more there. And again, like it's not just because the Texans had a good record. There are many levels to sure. it. Last year, there weren't many levels to it because Daniel Jones wasn't like fully developed as a quarterback. I mean, 15 touchdowns. He, he ran a lot. So it was just, oh, look, look at the success that, that the Giants have had in Kafka, whatever. So, I, and I'm not trying to pick him on him. I'm I just saying you. it's all these guys. Oh, the, the Seahawks are great. Their defense is great. Go hire Dan Quinn to be the head coach. That's how he got the job in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, whatever. Or the Cowboys. Cowboys are good. Dan Quinn. Let's And let's see if he gets a, a head coaching job. But it'll be telling with Kafka because if he leaves for a lateral opportunity, I think that's an assessment of um, it's, it's a knock. Yeah. It's a knock on how he perceives or what his relationship is with Dable and the stability there, or maybe the instability. We're going to get some answers pretty soon. And if I'm Dable, going away. If I'm Dable, I want to call the plays this year, too. Mark is calling from Midland Park. What's up, Mark? Hey, guys. Um, 
Here it is. I mean, it's coming out more and more. And as more people leave the Giants, you're going to hear more about Dable. I heard it exactly. I know for a fact that I heard he is a liar. I heard also he's not a hard worker. And the reason why he got rid of those two brothers with Winks is because they wouldn't listen to him and they worked really hard. And he was annoyed at that. He and was I annoyed that heard... they were working hard? Yeah, right, I'm sure. Yeah. No, I, but let, can I finish? Well, can you say something that, like, you, you think Brian... No, well, Dave... I'm telling you, this is, this is what happened. So, so what does he uh, Dable would come into the defensive meetings and sit there and be at awe at how much preparation and everything that's going on there and just scream when things went wrong. And I noticed because I actually... I heard it right from the horse's mouth as he left the building. Which horse are we talking about? Wink? Oh, yeah, we're talking about Wink. Well, that's Wink's side. It's going to get worse. That's Wink's side. I know it's his side. I mean, think, Mark, 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 let me just jump in for a sec. Think about this. I appreciate the call, and I'm not going to say that you, you don't know Wink or didn't have those conversations, but let common sense prevail for a moment while I wouldn't refute what Wink told you. Wink's presenting what makes him look best. Right. And, and of the two... Wink has had the reputation to be more of the problem. I've never heard a peep about Brian Dable. Now, I'm not saying I know everything. Yeah. But you don't think we would have heard, like, eh, it could be issues about how he's rough around the edges, the way he handles. Not a peep. But who's had more success in the NFL? The answer Wink Martindale. All right, but he has, also hasn't gotten a head coaching job. Oh, no, I understand and, that. And the word from Wink to why he was out in Baltimore was because he was being insubordinate as well. Not like, you know. Horrible or anything, but but not listening to Harbaugh and started to call plays on his own or whatever it may be or go against whatever Harbaugh was saying. That's part of the reason why he left there after being there so long. Giants gave him an opportunity. I, I'm not going to knock his resume as a defensive coordinator. He's a very good defensive coordinator. What mm-hmm. I will say is I don't think it's coincidence that he hasn't gotten a head coaching job. Other defensive coordinators have gotten opportunities. He has not. And then the way that this whole thing went down, like say what you will about Dable and what actually went on. It is blatantly obvious that Wink has acted like a baby here. And also blatantly obvious that he's running his mouth, whether it's to our caller or to reporters that have painted Dable in a bad light. It seems like he's got a little bit of that locker room lawyer in him. you know. And those are divisive figures that ultimately have short spans. Uh, that's why it ended with Baltimore and ended fairly fast here with the Giants. But I want to read you something. And again, who knows yep. if this is true, but... According to numerous sources, in the, this is from the article, mm-hmm. Dable griped on the headset, you're going to lose this game like you lost us the Jets game. All right, fiery moment, you know, caught up in it. We've all been there, got it. The problem, though. They did lose the Jets game. Well, but but think about. Dable was right. Well, yeah, yes, but think about why they lost the Jets game. They lost the Jets game because Brian Dable and the offense didn't trust Tommy DeVito to move one yard forward. No, he, they gave up thirteen he, points to Giants, and the I know it was the rain, so we were, and, yeah. and they were limited offensively. But if that's true, that is a horrendous look for Dable. Oh, but they, he's throwing arrows at the coordinator who kept you in the game. Wink could have so easily shot back. They, they, hey, I got you. How about moving forward, Brian? Yeah, but they had the game won. But with Dable's game plan, they had the game won until the Wink's defense was overly aggressive in the end and couldn't stop Zach Wilson. But what was the worst? There were there were different parts of that game. And, and what Sal just said is true. 
But when you look totality, flash back to that game. I remember. They what, no, I know. But what do you take away first and foremost? I'm number one. Yeah. Thank God they won't get with me. You yeah. and I getting lit up on the national broadcast. <laughs> take it easy, Catalan. I love Andrew Catalan. Take it easy. Right, wait, wait, so, so that was for yeah, please. Just now, win the Catalan? game, Jets. Yeah, exactly. Jets, if you don't win with Thibodeau to strip sack, my life is going to be hell. So please win, which they did. So that was primary. Secondarily, but really primary. Right is I walk away saying, good God almighty, you want to talk about being conservative? The Giants crawled in a hole and didn't even try to win offensively. That's what I took away. But it, you're right, but the game plan worked. It worked until the very end, until Wink's defense coughed it up somehow. So if I'm Dable, I'm thinking I'm taking all the arrows because people are going to, like you just said, blame the offense for not doing anything. Meanwhile, it was the right thing to do. Play smart, run the football, be conservative. We had the lead. We handed it over to your big, bad defense. You couldn't stop Zach Wilson from a miracle drive. I mean, think about that. So, I yes, I, uh, should he be? The offense threw for nine, negative nine yards that day. should have won the game. But think, but no, I understand. And, but and, think about the optics and think about how... How that's going to be processed again? I'm not saying you're totally wrong. The right. defense had a they, they well, collapsed at the end. The offense threw for negative excuse me negative nine yards, and the coach has the audacity to blame it all on the defense. This is Tony Kornheiser show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Where, what are you kidding me? Where I think you're right is that I don't know if it's something that should be said in game. No, on it a should not be. It while absolutely it may be should accurate, not be. While it may be accurate, or I may agree with it, yeah. it may be highly entertaining. I don't know if that should be said it's the wrong in game spot. during the during And by the way, I also think it's the wrong message, but it's certainly the wrong spot. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan. Let's continue with the calls here. Been a good week for the Giants as far as the Cowboys and Eagles getting embarrassed. And who knows the direction of those two franchises as far as firing a head coach and who they're going to hire next. I would expect both to have uh, you know, new coaches come next year. And, you know, the, the Giants, though, have their own issues with head coach, at least right now. And I don't think there's – I don't think in the building, BT, they feel like there are issues yet. Mm-hmm. But this has to – like, if you're seeing all this stuff come out, and maybe they're privy to it prior, but, even I, like, I don't care how much you love Dable or believe in him or trust him, this has to make you at least think if you're reading some of this stuff and hearing about the stuff that's gone on. Well, apparently it made Shane thick enough to jump on the headsets well, I'm and, talking, and monitor. You mean at this point, kind of processing talk, everything? Well, I'm talking even higher than that. Yeah, so like ownership. If, yeah, let's say, I mean, let's yeah. say Shane knows about it as mm-hmm. the season goes on, right? And maybe ownership doesn't know to the extent. And then they get wind of the, all the stuff that's come out now. And they could sit there and certainly say, well, this is on Wink. And I'm sure that Shane and Dable have talked to ownership about it. I don't know this. I'm just assuming and using some common sense. Mm-hmm. But if you're the owner... And you're like, hey, this was going on to this extent? Like, yeah. w- what's what's going on here? And, you yeah. know, you're asking Dable maybe what the problem. I, I mean, if it's you, wouldn't you? 
Uh, if it's my team, 100%. Right. 100%. I think that... Assuming you didn't know about it, which... You know, do you think that they knew about this during the season? Good owners probably shouldn't I because... Would th- I would think that there was a sense... You you know the personalities of your people, good and bad. Right, but good owners, you want the coaches and general manager, let them do, like you just said before, let them go to work. Yep. Now, after the season, maybe a little bit of a different story. I would disagree slightly. I think good owners certainly, again, I used the word empower before with mm. Dable and the people that he hires, but owners do the same thing. You know, you've got more at stake, but you still have to do or adhere to the same philosophy. Hire people, smart people, people you think worthy and then let them do their job that you hired them to do. Now, that's one aspect. I don't mean put your fingerprints on a game plan or, you know, even meddling too much with a draft to let the football people decide what they're going to do. But I think good owners need to know when there's emotional instability, if there is any. I mean, specific to this situation or any situation, because apparently it was it was fairly obvious you know, with Glazer's report, mm-hmm. you know, varying degrees for sure. Who knows exactly what's right? There's multiple sides here. I understand that. The answer is probably somewhere in between. But there's no way Mara and Tish are I, – I can't imagine they're walking around saying, oh, we're good to go. I would think that right. there were some some questions and some hard ones that rest. Justin is calling from Dobbs Ferry. What's up, Justin? Hey, man. Hey, what's going on, guys? I mean, it's kind of obvious that I think Wink was just uh, kind of jealous of Gable going into it. You know, I think – after not being promoted to a high coach position, you know, and Gable kind of, you know, relegating the secondary tier to him, he just kind of was fed up with it and kind of, kind of went rogue and was making his own decisions because he's like, I can't take this anymore. I tend to agree. And, and maybe thinking, maybe even thinking himself, like, if my defense is so good and the offense is so bad, maybe they just elevate me and give me the job. Yeah, yeah. You know, possibly. I think yeah, he saw it. He's like, not getting a Colts job and not getting these other jobs. I think he thinks, you know, he put in his dues over the years and he's not getting the uh, opportunities kind of, you know, was festering in them. Yeah, I tend to agree, Justin, and thank you for the call. I don't know how you can – now, I use these words, I think, specifically when I talked to Pat last night. You know, is this just sour grapes from Dable? I don't know how you can see you it. from Wink. Sour oh, grapes? I'm sorry, from Wink, yeah. from, from yeah. Wink. I don't know how you could see it any other way. Now, I'm not saying that it's all one-sided reporting, especially in Pat's case, because I do think there was more than just one side of things here. However, like, how could it be, from Wink's perspective, how could it be taken as anything but sour grapes? Well, I don't know that it could be. I, I want to read you something here, too. Yeah. And again, I don't know if this is true. All right. But if this is true, this is this is a big issue. Where is this if, from? This is from the article. Uh, Dable's never short on criticism, and I, I can see that. He's, he he right. seems to let you know what he's thinking, which you and I respect, mm-hmm. but apparently is always short on solutions. This is Pat's right. word, right. wording. That's the trademark of an underperformer. Dable's sideline behavior was destructive in many, in many coaches' opinions, uh, many being the three guys who left the building. I, I don't know. His input was never proactive, always reactionary, and his outrage was rarely accompanied by a suggested solution. "Quote: He has no composure," one team source said. I mean, I could see I don't know him if not that's true, compos- but if that's true, if they've got a big problem, well, if that's true, big problem. If that's true, he's just got to keep his composure. Well, but that's only half of it. Again, all prefaced on if true, and I don't know that it is, but the 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 self destructive behavior that they point to is one aspect. But then, rarely accompanied by a suggested solution, okay. which means it's just a lot of hot air, if true. Right, but... but I don't know. Fine. 
Let's just let's just say that all of that is one thousand percent true. And by the way, I believe Pat's reporting. But let's just say you you just you also don't know like if the source is thrown on thick or whatever it may be. Uh-huh. Let's just say all that's true. Does that add up with the way that this team plays for Brian Dable? That's the bottom line, and that's why I've always said, you know, going back to the end of the season discussions, we unpacked everything. Horrible, Belichick. I said, no way. I think Brian Dable's a star. Oh, well, but, I, it, but I also think that stars can get in their own way, and they've got to, they've got to tweak understood. things. Understood. I'm just saying, how can it be detrimental to the team, and they can't operate? He's got no solutions. He took a team that basically had minimal talent to begin with, that was ravaged by injury, that started out 2-8 and eight and somehow finished with a respectable record, beating some playoff teams in the, in the process. Yeah, that's the evidence that tells you that this is a little one-sided reporting. I don't mean making things up with Pat. I mean the guys right. who obviously talked off the record. They have an axe to grind. Have, they have an agenda. Tika is calling from Nashville, Tennessee. What's up, Tika? Tika. Hello. Oh, hello. Hi, Tika. Hey, so this is what I want to say. I'm from Nashville. I'm in Tennessee. They just fired our coach. Not to say that you guys need that coach, but no one wants to take accountability, just like with Dallas. The accountability goes on the people who make way more money than me. I make 50000 a year. Hmm. These people make millions. Like, right. what's up with your quarterback? What's up with Daniel? What's up with, what is up with all these players who make money to go and do their job? We well, can't keep blaming it all on, I mean, I mean, of course, management, I get it, but there are people that need to do their job. If you're a quarterback, be a quarterback. If you're offensive line, protect that guy. Hmm. They protected Brady for years. He was not touched, and this is how he won championships. Maybe that he had cheated. I don't know. That's how. The, no, that's he out. didn't cheat. Uh, he, okay. he was, <laughs> just, he's a little slippery. That's what, what people would say when I say that. Well, they cheated. Well, okay, whatever. They cheated really good, but he was protected. And so, at the end of the day, people have to do their jobs. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't disagree yeah. with that. Uh, I mean, the only issue, though, Tika, thanks for the call there, is that the, the guy lining up opposite you, he's trying to do his job as well. And sometimes right. the person with more talent just comes out, and most times comes out on top if you've got the requisite work ethic. So Giants need to get more talent. Now, I'm, I'm curious here, uh, Huff, was Tika listening on the Odyssey app in, in Tennessee? Is she just a big fan of BT and Sal? How does this work? Actually, exactly. she was trying to get in touch with a doctor. What? She said she made a wrong. She called the wrong number. And you and you just put her on and she started talking football. Yes. She actually started talking about the Eagles. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's Listen, fairly we, serendipitous we, when you consider all the different directions she could have gone. Yeah. She she seems well, to know to talk to a doctor. I know. And I waits said, on hold and starts talking about uh, you know Mike Vrabel and the Titans changes there. She really wanted to talk about the Eagles. I was like, we're, we're in New York. She goes, okay. And then she like changed to what she was going to talk about. So. Huh. Sounds like a P1. Yeah. <laughs> now, wait, what does that mean? A P1, it's an old radio term, somebody who listens all the time. Like, oh, never the, shuts off the station. Okay, because I just read that somewhere this morning, and I didn't know what that meant. Oh, you just saw this? That's, that's yeah. ironic. Said somebody went P1. from a P1 to a host. It was in one of those, like, media. Yeah, it's probably like audio. Joe B. Joe's a P1. Yeah. Joe used well, to listen all the time. I was, too. Yeah. P1 is somebody who listens. They're, they roll with you no matter what. So what when you talk is, about but, ratings, like they're always with but you. But what does that mean? P, like, why Why is it labeled P1? I, I don't know what P. Okay. Person, I, I don't even know what okay. the P Okay, well, whatever. For. All right. No, we respect our P1. Yes, What's we a P2? Do. Yeah, well, and P2s. Whatever <laughs> else there is. we got an yeah. issue with. Yeah, Chris is calling from Bristol, Connecticut. What's up, Chris? Chris. Morning, guys. How are you? This Good, morning. buddy. How are you? De- definitely meant to call you guys on purpose. <laughs> Well, thank you, yeah. Um, I was a big Giants fan, so love watching the Eagles and Cowboys fall on their face uh, this weekend. But, Sal, you mentioned it in the last 
the last segment. I think another layer to this, the need for the Giants to get off to a good start next year is if they get off to a bad start, not only will this stuff from Wink all come back to the surface, but if Mara also gives up the chance to bring in Belichick, that's going to make it so much harder for Dable, who I think is the right guy. I, yeah. I, yeah, but, Chris, I love but, but Belichick's going to be hired, I would imagine, by the Falcons. Yeah. He's going to have a job, so yes. it's either now or never. And I'm not getting rid of exactly. Dable right now. Exactly. I mean, and I hope yeah. they stay with, 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 with Dabes. You know, I love the guy. And, you know, I'm, there's a reason why guys like Wink and Biennemi haven't gotten head coaching jobs. There's obviously something Correct. there that's holding them back. I agree so. 100%, Chris, and thank you for the call. I agree with that 100%. That's interesting. Yeah, there's probably a lot of truth there. I self-sabotage. Mean, what else is it? I don't know if it's self-sabotage. Maybe they just don't interview well. Maybe they're not good. Like, well, that, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, right. To to be an NFL head coach, like, you know how many interviews these teams have and what they're looking for, how hard it is to get that job to be a leader Yeah, but think about how many, organization. But, but what does it really mean? Think about the criticisms with Salah. I'm sure his interviews were amazingly off the charts, and here yeah. we are sitting saying, well, does it do anything? Well, just because you interview well doesn't mean you're going to be good. 100%. However, However, if you interview poorly, you have no shot. You, but that doesn't mean that you can't be good. They're mm. two different things. Uh, I, I, listen, generally a precursor to success, yeah, being able to handle the room, being able to, you know, fluctuate and 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 show different different sides of your person, whether it's the owner or the the special teams assistant. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of a, a of a difference there. And generally, if you interview well and you've got the requisite football base, right? You know, and you've got a decent roster, you're going to succeed. But just because you don't interview well doesn't mean you can't be a good coach. BT and Sal on the fan will continue. How would we be as coaches? I think we'd be great. Yeah, the problem what? is, no, I, I think yeah. we, I think we'd be assets to any organization. I truly believe that. People are like, oh, you're <laughs> yes. nuts. I truly too, do Sal. believe that. Knicks, Yanks, yeah. Mets, well, every one of them. I, 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 I have to believe that. But like, the problem is, do you think a player would ever respect what we'd have to say? Well, he will. Otherwise, God. <laughs> I mean, that's there's the door, buddy. Get lost. <laughs> because we'll be having two. We'll, it's so true. We'll, have, we'll still have the microphone. Yeah. So if you don't listen, yeah. we will then land based you on our show. Our way or the highway, <laughs> yes. pal. I really believe that's how teams need to run things. And yeah. now it's the complete opposite where it players is. dictate so this much. Softy in the house. BT and Sal of the Fan will continue with your calls on the other side. This weather forecast is sponsored by Mucinex Kickstart. It's 30 degrees with a mixture of rain and snow that will turn to, it says here, snow. Yeah. A mixture of rain and snow that's going to turn to snow. Oh, I was hoping this was a typo. It's 30 degrees with a mixture of rain and snow that will turn to snow again before things clear up later on today. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.